what's going on everybody it's your boy rail back with another review man oh look at this look do you hear this oh the sound it's back man oh i couldn't take it no more i refused to um give y'all this review anything less than when it comes to the audio i mean goddamn i have remembered that i you know i know how to splice a few wires, I know how to do that. Just had to go get some electrical tape, some of them little splicing joints, and voila, we here. I will not be stopped, your boy. Come on, clap it up for real, man. The mic is back. Oh, and so is House of the Dragon. Oh, first off, man, salute to the Discord gang. I, I peeked in there for a second. It's already going up. When that House of the Dragon drop from the, the first hour before it drop, it goes down. And then afterwards, it lights up yet again. Oh, I love it in there. And you would too, if you join. Salute to those that's going to be listening to this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Welcome. And of course, you, you, the viewer. If this is your first time, if you say, yo, House of the Dragon, a review? Yeah, I'll press play. If this is your first time, come on in. But let me warn you. Let me warn you if this is your first time listening to Rail, all right? Buckle in. A, I don't know shit about no lore. All these channels I is flooded with House of the Dragon after the episode drop. People that have read books. A book? A book? No, I'm not reading that. No, I consume straight television, so I don't know. So if you're looking for a lore... This ain't the place. If you're looking at somebody at least going to get the names right, this probably ain't the place. But if you're looking just for some real conversation, just regular talk, and a few giggles, then God damn it, this is the place to do it. And welcome. And all my people that's returning, all right, if you haven't hit the sub, do that now. You feel me? And like, 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 like. I got a lot of competition out there. I looked for my goddamn channel. I looked for my own page. I typed in house. I typed in my whole title, the whole title of this, my last one. It. I had to go to damn near another page before I found myself. But that's cool. That's cool. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. That just means I got to work harder. And the people that love and support me got to smash that like button so my algorithms can fly up. We trying to be number three. You type in House of the Dragon, I want Rail to at least be in the top five search engines. We can do it. We got a whole season to go. But anyway, let's get into it. Now, we know that a little less than six months have went past since the last episode. That is the timeline we in. Right. So and apparently in that time, Renera and Varys has not. Um, Viserys, I mean, has not spoken. The king and his and his daughter has not spoken. Just a few words. A, because, you know, what I'm saying Renera feels like he didn't give a shit. He was only thirsty for that son. He was more sad about the son than his actual wife, you know, her mother. Meanwhile, she's all broken up about it. So there's just a little disconnect there. But you know who's been holding the king down for these trying times? 
Oh, a nice little pretty face in the in the form of Otto's daughter. That's right, the same best friend of Renera. Maybe the only friend. That's the only one Renera speaks to. And that seems to be the only one the king speaks to. So that's already shaping up to be something nasty. And no, and it's even worse because they're not smashing. This ain't sexual for the king. He's able to let his guard down with her. He's able to not be king, which is what I got from him this episode. See, I was mad at him the way he did his wife last episode. I was kind of on his, I was like, oh, I could see me liking him as king. He seems reasonable. He ain't on no tyrant shit. Everybody gets a say at the small council. At the small council, you know what I'm saying? Everybody get they get their shit off. And prime example, Corliss comes barging in, like he don't know everything is about to get discussed. We do these small councils like two, three times a week. Like, come on, come on, my guy. So Corliss busts in the door, extra zesty, a little bit spicy. He don't know what the fuck the conversation is about, nor does he give a shit. All right? There's some psychopath named the Crab King we seen in the first scene, uh, which was excellent. I didn't, I don't even, do crabs eat, like, meat? That made me really rethink, you know, crab legs. I'm like, mm, I don't know, they do this to people? This is possible? So the Crab King is feeding Corliss uh uh soldiers his his semen that was crazy this that's got to be another word for that for people that work on that boat that was crazy what i just said wow <laughs> for his uh employees of the ships of the wooden horses if you would so yeah the crab king is on bullshit he is singling him out it's 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 some free state shit versus the power. It seems to be free state versus the crown. And the best, and anybody tactical, especially back in those days, even today, knows that a lot of wars are won on the sea. Sea is where, uh, especially in those times, 98% of trade is done. Oh, you started a village? Oh, you need, oh, you growing this, but you need this? No problem. A ship will come with that same that same thing you need. And in return, you send us some fruit and you can send us some yeast. And now we just, now we all living through trade and barter. But it takes a ship. And Corliss is the king of that. That is his business. And everything runs off of that. So you affect that. You affect the money. You affect the, the whole realm. You start fucking with a nigga's trade on the sea. That's it towns will be sent to just rot destroyed no respect for the king uprising all type of bad shit the crab king knows it and he's acting so corliss is tight fucking white hair white dread swinging in the wind behind him as he slams the door right he's like look god damn it i told y'all last time about this fucking triarchy now they've attacked my ships at first they was taking out pirates so i was cool with that but I thought that they were somebody to watch out for. But now this nigga, the Crab King. Now he's not only, not only is he fucking with my well-being and my men, but he's feeding them alive to crabs. And people are talking shit about, the, about me, about my driftwood, about, about the state of the driftwood. Like, no, I need something to be done. King, give me an army something. And like I said about last episode, 
The king is not a, a real wartime dude. I don't think that makes him a weak king. A lot of people sees weakness in that, not jumping to war. You know what I mean? And I can see that in certain aspects. Like, there's only so much disrespectful shit you could take. But technically, the Crab King is not making a attack to, the, to like, the throne, to the realm, to what actually runs the shit. He's just taking, he's fucking with somebody who has a traitor to see. And is a member on your council. Nothing that would really, truly enlist an act of war. Especially if it could be avoided. And, you know, Corliss ain't trying to hear that shit. And Otto is shutting him up. Reminding him of his place. You know, reminding him like, you're acting a little uppity. Corliss is is the uppity negro. (laughs) As far as Otto's concerned. He don't like, hey. Just because you're a member of the council, my guy, does not give you, does not make you equal to the king. Otto is a sneaky snake motherfucker, boy. He'll take L's. Like he took this episode. He'll take L's. But every fucking time he takes L's, he gets a major W at the end. We'll get into Otto later. So the king is like, bro, we'll take care of it. Just relax. We'll work something out. It's not war shit. And Renera jumps in, like, hey, I'll tell you what. How about a few of us dragon riders run out there and just flex a little bit? We ain't got a Dracarys. We don't have to set a blaze to shit, but I tell you one thing. Motherfuckers start questioning whether they're going to feed niggas to crabs once dragons come. And I said, hey, that's fair. I know if I was raiding ships and feeding dudes to, to crabs, motherfuckers fly up on the dragon. I t- Hey, you got it. You won't hear another peep out of me. Because the dragon death does not look fun. And it doesn't look like I'm going to have a fair advantage versus a dragon. So I'm not going to fight a losing battle. So I thought she had the right plan. Corliss like what he heard. But the king shut her up because he's looking, he's looking at her like his, his little girl. That's his daughter, who we find out is 15. We're getting ages now. And I think we got ages because nasty shit is afoot. Right? I was rolling with Corliss until I couldn't. Now, what is the big what is the big theme of this episode that was happening? Right? Um the king is to be rewed. A little a little less than half a year to went past, I guess in in um Westeros, that's like the morning time is over like you have a kingly duty. And in this episode I really felt for Viserys like I never even thought I would say that sentence. Because that name is tied to such a nasty, nasty individual. Not this dude. He's not so nasty. Last episode, I questioned him. But this one, he won me back. So this Viserys, you know. But yeah, I kind of pity him. He Being king ain't easy. Everybody has something they want from you. Everybody. Nobody is there looking out for you. At all. What can I get about this king? Even his most trusted allies have their own secret agendas. And he has to be aware of that. But everybody can agree on one thing. And that's the, you got to get married. You know, he's able to dodge a few things. He could, you know, he could dodge this, he could do that. But when everybody is united with one cause, and that's to fucking him to get remarried, then this is something he has to do. So, and um 
as far as Rhaenyra is concerned with this whole situation, the king is is he he feels like it's too soon. He doesn't want to do it. He hasn't even mended his relationship with his daughter. So I'm respecting him on all fronts in these things. Uh, but when he got tied to her, he sent her to go. You know, like I understand you want to be useful. So how about you go pick my king's guard, which is I think is a big deal, because you're picking a man that's going to protect your father. That's a huge road. That's a huge ask, because if this dude is able to be paid off for a few shillings and now you got a dead dad, you fucked it up. You had one job, right? And she went there because Otto stepped in when she came up with the plan of the, the dragon riders. He was the first one to jump on that plan. He's not, Renera and Otto, Otto has a lot of beef. It looks like Otto versus Renera, Otto versus Corliss, and now Otto versus Damon. But it doesn't matter. You can have all those ops when your main man in your pocket is the king. So he's able to move with that type of impunity. And that's what I don't like about him. Because he's not getting this off, like, on his own volition. Like, you know, ain't nobody fearful of Otto. You feel me? He talk real tough because his mans is the king. And that's the shit I don't respect. That's the shit I don't like. By the great words of the chiefest of Keefes, Lord Chief Keef of Oblakian. That is what thy doesn't like. Right? Now, um, so she goes, and, you know, Otto was like, yeah, this should be simple. I'm going to go get another one of my mans in the place I want. You know, because he probably has, I 100% know that Otto had some backdoor deal with one of these families. Uh, if he persuades the king to go with they people as uh, the king's guard. Like, I'm almost a thousand percent certain. But Rhaenyra is her own person. She has been vastly underestimated this entire episode. And she checks a lot of a lot of powerful boxes this episode. She makes her move. She makes her move this episode. But everybody is introducing themselves. Oh, yeah, you know, I stopped a few motherfuckers from... Um, stealing some furs and some some seal oil she's like okay great this other dude did a good job doing something that didn't matter she's like yo who fought who knows what it's like to fight another human being i don't know in case somebody tries to outwardly attack my father i'd like somebody who caught some bodies already is there anybody oh you damn right sir Kristen cole she's like oh yeah Gave him a little conversation, said, that's my guy. Then Otto tried to do his little snake shit. She ignored it. And off into the distance, checking out her moves is Princess Renea, the queen that never was. That's a hard title. That's a, I like the sound of it. I mean, the meaning to her, she probably doesn't like it. It's like, fuck. It's a constant reminder that she could have been queen. And she should have been. And it's just like, oh, I don't like that. But, you know, I guess it's kind of, you know, when you own the name. It's like, at least they thought I would have been good enough to be queen. So, you know, consolation prize. But I saw, I saw her checking her out, seeing how the new heir is going to hold things down because Rhaenyra's one step closer to doing something that she was unable to. And that conversation was held between them two. Uh, Princess Rhaenyra and Rhaenyra had a little one-two. And I got to say, I liked Rhaenyra. I liked the way she held herself down. Because Renee was definitely applying pressure. Like, you don't even know shit. Like, you just think that because you're the heir, these people bending in the, oh, that's groovy. 
they will see this shit burn before they let a woman take charge. And I think that that was good advice. I do like when she was talking a little spicy to Renera. She said, if you're trying to upset me, I got to tell you, you're not doing a very good job. I, I could care less what you think. So Renera showed Renea that, that Princess Renea that she ain't no hoe. Like, I got this position. And yeah, you wasn't chosen. But that was then. This is now. So, and that's a bit of her youth talking for sure. But I like it. I like it. Because she's right. You know, and she's letting her know like, hey, but your father's got to get married. And that means he's got, he's going to have more children more than likely. Now, what they don't know is, is that my nigga Viserys is falling apart. That shit that was growing on his back has now moved to his digits. His fingers. This nigga is rotting away like he's being zombified. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. There's theories that it's the chair that cut him. Somebody said ancient tetanus or some shit. I don't know. The Iron Throne may have caused these things. I am not going to argue that because I have no other theory. So that works for me. You know, but uh, it seems like he's on borrowed time. So this whole having a new heir, I don't know if he's going to be. I don't know if his stroke is going to be there to provide that kid. Like, he's not the healthiest dude right now. Nigga's about to go from 10 to nine fingers. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm almost thinking, like, is somebody fucking poisoning him? Like, I don't know. I think it might be somebody in the, I don't know. But uh, another big another big part about this whole marriage thing, because this was the huge thing. Who was the king going to marry? So the thing I like about Viserys is he clearly saw that Corliss was tight, that he was pissed. And he knows how powerful Corliss is. He's the, what's the, sea, Lord of the Sea or some shit like that. He has a large title. He's got the largest fleet. He's that guy. So you're you need him. Right. So I like how the king took him from the small council because he knew that the king knew he couldn't speak openly to Corliss like he wants to because, you know, Otto and then the Grand Meister and all these motherfuckers is watching. So he held a little, he held a little meeting of the minds with Corliss and Princess Renea. And Corliss lets him know, like, oh, I tell you what, this is what's happening. You got, you got Crab Kings feed motherfuckers you got damon apparently oh we're gonna talk about damon you got damon taking dragonstone and then you and taking his gold cloaks with him then you got fucking uh the triarchy the free states uniting and doing shit it's looking bad for you and then you named a, a woman as your heir some shit that has never been ever done it's looking bad for you in these streets i like for serious he was like man you painting what hell of a picture and you know i can't because you a lot of things especially when it when it's in times like that perception means a lot one would say a hundred percent of the shit that goes down is done because of the perception of things so if this is how corliss sees things viserys is like oh this is a possibility that a lot of people see this now i know how it really is but okay so what's the plan how do we fix this? Me running down there, murdering a lot of people. Is this what's going to fix it? Is this what you're telling me? It's no way to avoid this, but go to war. 
And he said, I will. If you don't want to face a storm, we could go around it. I say, you marry my daughter. At first, when he was saying Princess Lena, I didn't know who the fuck Princess Lena was. I'm thinking like she's a a close member to the family. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I just knew he wasn't talking about his little girl that was at the tournament. But that turns out that's exactly what he did. And I'm like, Coyle, that is some nasty, nasty shit. The meeting with Viserys and Lena, it looked like he's walking with his niece, his little black niece. And she's just, and it's so disgusting because she just wants to talk about dragons because she's a little kid. She's like, hey, where you think, where you think Rhaegar is? Huh? Where you think she's nesting? Where you think she's sleeping? And I heard that this was with the dragon. She, the little girl just loves dragons. And he's like, oh my fucking God, this is nasty. He's looking back like, is people letting me do this? Am I supposed to, what? Is this the only option? This little, and Corliss is just sitting there proud like, yes, yes. And then the little girl spits her daddy's nasty words out her mouth like, I'm going to bear you many children and we're going to be a powerful house, the Valerians and Targaryens. And I'm just like, ew. But I like Viserys. He was like, are these your daddy's words? It sounds like it. And she's like, hmm, maybe, maybe a little bit. Because no little girl's going to outsmart you, of course. She's like, okay, but what does your mama say? The mama's just as nasty. The mama... <laughs> Mama said, I don't have to uh, lay with you at least until I'm 14. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, it's just a nasty world back then. But that was just nasty back then. One would say in real history, though, people were dying out at the age of like, like if you reached the age of 35, you were like old. You were considered old. Because back then there wasn't the medicines, there wasn't all the shit we have now to prolong life. So yes, people were getting married very young. Queens were often 13, 12, 14, some kings even. So yes, but that's because at 35 then you were considered like, it was like you were aging in dog years back then. So yes, on paper to us, it's quite nasty. And now that we have to watch it, it is still quite nasty. And Corliss is disgusting. And so is his wife. I don't give a shit. Because they are quite, they are a lot older than 35. The motherfucker, you don't get them grays, okay? Don't try to sell me on that. She is walking with some great-grandfather right now. Like, fucking Corliss. But yeah, so he's dealing with that. But he's finding, uh, through all his stress, you know, Alliston is there with him. He's he's showing her his little train collection. <laughs> the king is just a big kid. He's like, look at what I built. I got these little houses. He, and the king loves history. That's, that's like my favorite part about him. Hearing his stories about Valeria, I'm like, tell me more. So apparently, in Valeria, like, there were thousands of dragons. Dragons were pigeons. Right, and then there was these large cities, and Valeria looks like. I, can we get a Valeria after this? If we're gonna get, let's just prequel this shit out. Valeria is where I want to go next. 
So HBO Max, Game of Thrones, GGGR uh, Martin, whatever the fuck your name is, take us to Valyria. Also, side note, as we're talking about the history, does anybody discuss the intro to Game of Thrones? I mean, to House of Dragon? You remember how Game of Thrones was like how the houses would raise up? We went to the Starks, they showed the sigil. Everything's get built, right? This one, there's blood. And I was noticing, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe y'all let me know. But certain sigils of certain places were getting flooded with blood. And then certain places, the blood was fueling other like houses. It was building it up. So the blood would overrun certain ones, but give life to other ones. And I wonder as we watch and we see House Hightower and House Cole and all these other places, are these just going to be the the overrun blood ones and this is going to be the rise are we going to get the rise of house targaryen uh the rise of um you know starks lannisters all that something to think about and i'm pretty sure y'all got the answer but yeah real be peeping certain things like give me my flowers but anyway we're back so like i said he was finding his um you know his comfort with alistair so I saw where this was headed. I was like, oh, this is not sexual. He's really feeling her. And she was nervous of him, but she's really feeling him. And it's not, and I don't think it's out of duty for her father. Alistair is really on that, I think. I'm thinking that. Otto was like, yeah, my plan is coming together. But I don't know. Hot take is Alistair might get her father up out of here. I don't know why I feel that way. But that's what I got. That's the feeling I'm getting between them two. So, yeah. I might be crazy, but that's a hot take right there. Um, And in that same conversation, you know, the king wants to know how to talk to his daughter. And they end up doing that. They end up having a certain conversation. They rebuild and shit. Um, but we got to talk about Damon before we go any further. Your boy Damon. He was wilding out. He was wilding. And so apparently they, I thought that the gold cloak stayed. I thought that was going to be like a little in, uh, like a, a possible way to infiltrate the uh, Westeros, keep them enlisted as gold cloaks, just leave them there, but give secret orders from someplace else. No, not Damon. Damon took his dragon. He stole an egg that was meant for uh the king's deceased son i said oh damon is nasty on paper i thought damon was with the shits i i'm like oh damon is on one he is not going i thought damon was on one he took the gold cloaks took a dragon's egg took dragonstone and he's like and then invited the king to the wedding i said the balls on damon so now they all discussing what to do about it Rhaenyra's like, which dragon? Which dragon egg? Not my little brother's? What? Oh, say less. And then she dipped. Okay, cool. She's like, I got this. All right. And now the king is pissed. He's hot. He took, and then he's talking about marrying the whore. He's already married. We forgot he has a lady wife. Damon has a, <laughs> his, he has a lady wife from the Vale that he's not too attracted to. But he took his he took a whore as his new wife and she's supposedly pregnant and got the egg. 
So Damon is doing nasty work. But only to find out. This is this is the part that kills me, right? So the king is up in arms. He's like, fuck this. I'm about to go handle this myself. This nigga done lost his mind. No. Otto steps up and say, no, my king. This is too dangerous. Damon, thou'st on one. He is on one. I can't have you risking your life. I'm going to jump in front of this bullet. Otto goes out there, take Kristen Cole, right? And about 20 other dudes. And they meet up on a bridge. Now, the only thing I don't like, Otto got his shit off. Called his called his girl a whore several times. You know, threatened that any act of war here is a war against the house, against the, the kingdom. So is that where you're trying to take it? And then they had their swords out. Like, fuck it. Damon was like, fuck it. I could take Otto out right here. But then in walks the dragon. What I didn't understand, though, is their shock and awe. Like, Otto, bitch, like, the dragon comes out, and Otto's like, oh, oh, damn. His face was like, oh, there's a dragon. And he's not happy about us pulling swords out on, out on Damon. And he just, it was the look of everybody's face, like, holy shit, there's the dragon. Like, bruh, didn't nobody consider this? when y'all pulled up did you thought you was just finna threaten him with a few dudes and that was gonna be it how could we forget some 700 foot reptile with wings I, I, i'm i'm so confused so they all looking shocked and all on the, on the bridge like oh oh god damn it that's right he has a dragon fuck all right everybody put your swords up Put your swords up. He's got this one. And as Otto's getting ready to pack it in, here comes Rhaenyra. Talking Valerian. I like Targaryen. Or Targaryen. What is she talking? Targaryen or Valerian? Valerian, right? Yeah, okay. She come and reminds her uncle, yo, you took my crib. Dragonstone is mine. You took my little brother's egg. This feels like you just attacking me. Like, I had something to do with you and my father falling off. But if that's how you feel, I'm right here. I'm the one. I'm the heir. Hell, you kill me. It's all yours. It's only one left. So go ahead. And Damon's looking like, oh, shit, this little girl. And right there, when he turned around, tossed her the egg and dipped, I said, yo, Damon ain't shit but about a bluff. That was all a bluff. Before, on paper, I thought Damon was coming with the shits. I thought he was going to be the antagonist. I thought he was going to be the problem. For sure. And I mean, at the end of the episode, it kind of looks that way, but, we, you know. But right then and there, I'm like, oh, shit. And Rhaenyra did two things. Bitched up her uncle and showed Otto, like, bruh, move. Hold my beer. And I fall off on my dragon because I knew you couldn't get it done. All you assholes out here with not a dragon to your name. So salute to Rhaenyra for having some goddamn common sense. I'll be thinking just like she's thinking. Oh, we got problems with the Crab King? Let's send some dragons. I'm like, yeah, that works. Oh, you finna link up with Damon and threaten him? Is anybody grabbing a dragon? Who got the, who got the keys to the Ford F-150 dragon? Who? Nobody? You're just gonna roll out there? On horseback? With some swords. So Renera seems to be the only one with some goddamn common sense. But, and she also 
earned the respect of her father. Her father was like, I told you not to do this, but you did get the job done. And it made him happy to see that she the he chose her as his heir. And he's like, I got to give her more responsibilities. And I need to open up with her more. She's just like her mom. You know, so they have that heart to heart. And he finally has that, you know, that talk where like, you know, I'm going to give be I'm going to have to be remarried. And I don't want us to I don't want to split us apart. It's like, no, you got to do what you got to do for the for the crown, for the for the kingdom, for Westeros. I'm with it. Do what you got to do. But what that nigga didn't do, what he did do is omit a few facts. He knew that night he wasn't marrying that little girl. He knew he wasn't Woody Allen. He knew he wasn't finna raise a wife. He wasn't going to go, you know, tuck his wife into bed and read her tales of Valeria for fucking four years before he could smash. Like, no, he knew he wasn't doing that. He knew he was finna grab this Alistair. And knew he knew. He knew that that was Renero's only friend. But yet and still comes to the table after weighing all options talking to his man's like yo everybody tell him like yo date but i know it's nasty and the king's like but she's 12 man and this boy is like she's gonna grow up i'm like oh the filth you know but i mean on paper as far as things go he could avoid a lot of problems if he married that little girl so i mean that's gonna turn around and bite him in the ass clearly um because the Crab King is about to be moving around with impunity for a little bit. And that's going unchecked. And now he's pissed off Corliss because he's chosen uh, Alliston. He's pissed off his daughter who he just reconnected with. Because he didn't want to keep it a buck with her. And she's the one that's actually making power moves low key. So, you know, I don't know. I, it's looking bad for him. But Otto looked quite pleased with himself. That's what I'm saying. He took an L on that bridge because Damon treated his life and Rhaenyra had to save it. And he took an L with Rhaenyra about choosing the King's Guard. And even Corliss got a little spicy with him. So he was taking a little he was taking a few L's. Grand Meister was agreeing with Corliss. Otto didn't like it. You know, but at the end of it all, his daughter got chosen to be the new queen. Which puts the high towers in a in a prominent position, and he looking just pleased with himself. Like I said, that man Otto, he'll take some L's, but God damn it, will he get the W? And it'll mean something. I can't wait to see what happened to the high towers, cause they had to have got wiped out. They weren't in fucking the Westeros. We come to grow in love. So what happened to them? And they, uh, there was talk about the Iron Island, so we're going to see some great joy action. I think we're going to see more Crab King next episode. That's my hot take. We're going to see some other dude. I'm looking for some other people. I want to see some enemies. I want to see some criminals outside of Westeros. I got a good grip on what's going on here. And then when they showed the Crab King's face, I said, oh, he looks like a formidable opponent. It doesn't look like he's going to live long. He's clearly a, a, afflicted with something. Something that can't be good for life. You know, and he's nailing people to, to crosses. I like the visuals in this. The visuals are A1. I'm giving this a 12 out of 10. I like this episode. I like the way the crabs ate people. I like the way the, cra the, the clouds moved. 
when when Rhaenyra came to save their ass on that bridge, that was so dope. Just that little smoke going, whoosh, and then out jumps out a dragon. I said, oh, that was beautiful. They spent some money. Well spent, people. They're doing a good job. Goddamn great episode, too. I got to give it to them. Uh, but to wrap this up, so Corliss and De- Corliss is spitting to Damon, giving him opportunity. Basically, look, you lost to Renero on that bridge. You look like a hoe. You look like a little crybaby. And I'm like, yeah, you know. And we find out how Corliss made his ends. He, hey, got it from the mud. You know, brother to a king, just like Damon. So now he's like, he's letting Damon know, like, yo, you got to carve out your own path. You could start by helping me out, ridding me of these motherfuckers that's trying to attack attack my money, which is going to be bigger problems. And get the respect of the people. Be shown in a different light. Not some dude that just marries random whores and steals dragon eggs, because that's your M.O. right now. And if that's how you want to be seen, by all means. But if you want to make, if you want to make a foot, uh, uh, a foot, a foothold into something that matters, something that counts, get down with me. And then I'll be, you know, so I can see them two. Them two teaming up could be nasty. But I do like that Damon will not take no disrespect to his brother from nobody. Only I could talk about my brother, and that doubles down. Damon does not want to hurt his brother. He just knows that. He's not a good king. I would argue that his brother is a good king. Just because he's not quick to shed blood does not make him soft. Because he was ready to ride down there on your ass before Otto showed up. And he wasn't looking like nobody to fuck with when you was in front of him, when he threatened to cut your tongue out. So the king ain't quite the bitch that Damon is painting him out to be. But there's love there. So Damon is not a complete piece of shit. Corliss is. Corliss is he's willing to whore out his fucking 10 year old daughter and he's willing to team up with motherfuckers behind they back to take some shit over because it's not going to stop at the crab king we know Corliss got some other shit up his sleeve him and princess Renea so those two are somebody to look out for but goddamn, this was a good episode but yeah get them comments man let me know your hot take what you got happening next episode what you see coming is it war? This episode we're gonna end on a war? Is it, or is, are we gonna is it some huge cliffhanger? Are we gonna see some more mystical shit? They keep alluding to it. I don't know. And don't give me none of that shit you read out the book, man. No. Purge yourself of it. Watch this show and tell me what you think the directors and the producers, tell me what the writers, which direction they're headed in. Alright? And stamp your name by it. Don't say, oh, one or two things could happen. I think that, man, stand on it. This is about to happen. Be wrong. Real has no problem. Be wrong. All right? And with that, man, protect your health, yourself, your wealth, man. Your boy Real is out of here. Peace. Yo, I know I don't need no introduction, but y'all know who it is, man. It's your boy, Hollywood Real. And I appreciate you for sliding through and watching these videos. But you know what I need from you? All right, if you ain't already, I need you to like this and subscribe this, man. We at 1,000 trying to get to two, all right? Push it for your boy. Get them algorithms up. So when it comes to that subscribe button...